Good morning, MUIDF. I'm Tai from 1201, and I'm here in the studio today with Min. Oh, actually, no, she's sick today, so I'm here with Jane. We're from Broadcasting Club, and we're here every Wednesday from 7:45 to 8:15. Even though today we're a bit late due to technical difficulties, so sorry for that. Anyway. Don't forget, tune in for your weekly content and entertainment. As always, as a reminder, if any teachers are listening at this point, we know that you are in a meeting right now, so feel free to switch off the PA system in your room. You can do that by using the neat little volume knob right next to one of your doors. By the way, if anyone's interested in contacting us. Feel free to fill out the Google form in the Line Group and Homeroom Hub, or you can contact us via Instagram, which is at NUIDS Broadcast. Anyway, to add on, we're actually going to be starting our presidential election session. Well, I mean, president of the club. So, if anyone's interested in coming at this point, certainly join. It's going to be interesting. Sai, do you know that today is our thirteenth broadcast? Actually, no. Thanks for telling me. Yes, Alonzo, isn't thirteen an unlucky number? Yeah, it is. Ah, well, I don't know. Anyway, let's just get through this without much more incident, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, uh, in that sense, I made the quote of the week: "Mistakes are costly, and somebody must pay." The time to correct a mistake is before it is made. The cause of mistakes are: first, I don't know; second, I didn't think; and third, I didn't care. I think it's particularly relevant for our thirteenth episode, and also relevant for our technical issues today. Anyway, that quote was by Henry H. Buckley. If you want to know. Um, as the number thirteen goes. It always has errors. So today, well, our topic will be about aviation errors. Sorry, aviation errors. Yeah, it's correct yeah, already. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, <laughs> you know they're quite uncommon because of a variety of factors and a so much protective influences on aviation. Because all the guys who find planes and all of those who are maintaining them follow a strict protocol, strict regulations. To ensure that no incidents happen, but even one in a million incidents happen, like the lottery. So we have to go through exactly why first, I guess. You know, I want some food. Actually, what do you think? Yeah, I actually do want some food. Yeah, we'll get some after the show. Anyway, anyway, if you guys can think of Swiss cheese, you're gonna see that it has like holes in it, right? Yeah, and. If you have many layers of Swiss cheese, you can't really see through it because all the holes don't align. Right? That's true. But sometimes, in once in a million instances, the holes align. And in this case, if the holes align, you could say that it would cause an incident because the cheese in this analogy is the protective layers that are in place. There's hundreds of them, I believe. And 
often when the poles don't really align, uh, it can cause catastrophe. But anything is possible, so um, the catastrophes are sometimes severe. Anyway, the topic for our discussion today is one of the very rare failures of aviation. It's about an incident which an Alaska Airlines flight had an issue. So let's get started. So a left door lock that was expelled from an Alaska Airlines flight has disengaged from the fuse watch, allowing it to blow out. The National Transportation Safety Board said late Monday offering further details on the mid-flight blowout. And the flight was forced to return to Portland, Oregon shortly after takeoff when the section of the fuselage separated from the plane. And if you've been on social media recently, you'll see that they showed a hole on the side of the aircraft from the perspective of the passengers, which was an interesting experience to say the least. Well, according to Alaska Airlines, the flight 1282 was an en route to Orlando, California, from Portland. When the incident occurred, the plane returned to Portland with all passengers with six crew members who departed safely. Oh, as a side note, it's actually from Ontario, but oh. I, I can't pronounce it either, so yeah, that's not a problem. And deplaning is the action of just getting out of the plane. Just we wanted to use some fancy words today, because why not? Let's have fun. And so the Federal Aviation Administration is now grounding approximately 171 Boeing 737 MAX 9 jets as a result of the incident. The required inspections will take around four to eight hours. The FAA said in a statement on X, formerly Twitter. And that's another topic for discussion, I guess. Why Twitter became X? Because it's an interesting story. But that's a topic for a later time. Next, I'm just going to read you a quote from the NTSB, or the American National Transportation Safety Board. This quote is about the plane in particular, so let's go. This emergency airworthiness directive was prompted by a report of an in-flight departure of a mid-cabin door plug. Essentially, that first sentence says that they announced a sudden emergency directive to get planes looked at because of the door which flew off. And continuing, they said, which resulted in a rapid decompression of the airplane. The FAA, or Federal sorry, Aviation Administration, is issuing this airworthiness directive to address the potential in-flight loss of mid-cabin door plug, which is the one that they lost. Anyway, which could result in injuries to passenger and crew, while the door could impact the airplane and or cause a loss of control. And in that airworthiness directive, hold on, do you know what an AD is? No. Okay, let's get back to basics, aviation basics anyway. An airworthiness directive is, or commonly referred to as AD, is actually one of those things you see in an industry where they're focused on safety. Whenever the FAA finds something wrong with an airplane, they issue an AD. Often, it's just a small thing, maybe like this fuel line needs to be replaced, or 
this engine cowling needs to be inspected. But sometimes when an incident occurs or when you find something new about an airplane you didn't know before, they issue an emergency AD, which is what this one is actually. Anyway, let's get back to the script, I guess, because I'm straight far enough. This airworthiness directive prohibits all future flight of affected airplanes until the airplanes are inspected and all corrective actions have been performed. NTSB says that it's actually unclear if the bolts for the door plug were properly attached. So like the missing door plug, which was discovered in the backyard of Portland on Sunday, is a key piece in the investigation of what happened during the flight. Yeah, interesting. But let me just add a figment of news, actually, that's interesting. The door plug was actually found in a teacher's backyard. It's interesting. Well, really, how did they find out that? Uh, the teacher actually called the NTSB through the police to get them to come here. And surprisingly, the door piece was intact, falling from 10,000 feet or something. And it's still in one, almost one piece. It's astonishing, actually. That's how strong airplanes are. That's a very interesting discovery by teacher. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, Monday night, the NTSB had a conference. And during that conference, the, an engineering firm, or sorry, engineer from NTSB Aerospace, was actually here and said that it's uncertain if the bolts for the door plug were properly attached or had even been installed. This is quite a serious accusation which requires quite a bit more investigation. So I guess stay tuned for the official report. Anyway, earlier Monday, United Airlines and Alaska Air said that they had found loose parts on numerous grounded Max 9 jets. But note that they're grounded, so you don't have to worry about that happening to one of your aircraft, fortunately, I guess. NTSB Chair Jennifer Homely also noted during the conference that there are currently no indications that activation on air pressurization warning light correlated with the explosion of the door plug and the rapid decompression of the plane. And of course, during the plane's explosive decompression, the cockpit doors flung open and the passenger described a, quote, chaotic, loud, and violent scene as the winds blew through the plane. And that quote was from comedy, actually. And he also said that the cabin door, sorry, cockpit door, was also designed in this way to ensure that no crew on board were not informed of the situation. Uh, rude awakening, to say the least. Right. Anyway, concern. Actually, before, before many concerns have been raised, over the plane's pressurization after the fresh federal officials reported that warning lights had gone off on three separate flights on December 7th, January 3rd, and January 4th, the day before the incident. And another interesting tidbit over here is that they followed procedure to the letter. And I would say that this did not have much of a bearing on the incident personally in my analysis, but maybe you think different. Anyway, other than the NTSB, Alaska Airlines 
and Boeing are also investigating the incident separately. In a statement, the Alaska Airlines CEO Ben McCoy said, My heart goes out to those who are on this flight. I am so sorry for what you have experienced. I am also so grateful for the response of our pilots and flight attendants. We have teams on the ground in Portland assisting passengers, and we are working to support guests who are traveling in the days ahead. Anyway, Min, Min Kui, am I reading that right? I'm not sure, sorry. Anyway, he said that the airline is working with Boeing, the plane manufacturer, to understand what happened and exactly how it can be prevented. Alaska was reporting over 52 cancel flights, or about 7% of its schedules before 7.30 a.m. ET on Saturday. Eastern time, by the way. Anyway. It's the second high-profile aviation incident of 2024, coming just days after an airline's plane struck a Japanese Coast Guard aircraft on the runway to Tokyo Haneda Airport. The crash killed five crew members on the Coast Guard plane, but despite a fire that largely consumed the JAL or Japan, Japan Airlines A350, all passengers and crew aboard the commercial flight were able to evacuate safely. Well, my heart goes out to those who have been lost to aviation incidents, and it is my hope that all you guys stay safe and realize that the nature of the aviation industry is that mistakes don't happen a second time. Hopefully. And that's it for today. We hope that, again, the content that we gave out will be useful to you. Thank you for listening. And see you next Wednesday. Goodbye. Yeah. Oh,